Alright, y'all, I'm back. Man, my day job been working me like crazy. I'm just not getting back, man. Last episode was on um, December 30th. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Last episode was on December 30th. Today is January 9th of 2018. So literally, I owed y'all episode last week. So this week, I, I'm changing my concepts up here and there, you know. So this week, I'm going to give you this episode. And I'm going to give you... uh, Probably give you one this weekend, too. Been very busy, but hey. Sports is everyday. Sports is life. Top five. ODU's top five. Let's get started. All right, first topic. Because I wanted to make a special episode for y'all last week. But again, my job's been working me like crazy. When I sit down and do this, I want to put my passion, my all into it. So let's talk about the NFL playoffs. They started last Saturday. And I ain't going to lie to y'all, man. I, I was on and off of football this year. Protests threw me all politics getting involved. I'm not going to lie to y'all. That's how I felt. There was a point where I wanted to watch it. And there was a point where, like, I'm tired of seeing all the um, pol- political stuff in it. And I mean, you know, when playoffs, towards the end of the year, I always get excited no matter what. Uh, typically, I'm more engaged during the season because I'm playing uh, fantasy football. But this year, I'm not playing fan- I didn't play fantasy football. And normally when the season ends for fantasy football, which is like week 16 anyway, I get ready for playoffs, the actual playoffs. So, uh, got to watch most of the game and pretty much got a gist of, got the gist and videos and, and, and I watched the tape of, uh, of the ones I didn't see. All right, let's do a recap. All right, so the Titans beat the Chiefs 22 to 21. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, this was a good, this was, this was a strange game. This was one of the games I actually got to watch a lot of. It, you know, it was interesting because I'm not gonna lie to you, I would have picked the Chiefs at home. That would have been my pick. I'd have been wrong. And they were up big. What was it? 21 and 3, 20 something like that. It was up big, 18 points. And, uh, you know, I remember that game a few years back when, uh, they were up big. The Chiefs were up big on, um, uh, the coach. And they came, the coach came back and won. Look, I like Andy Reid, but his adjustments and in game management—he's terrible. He's just not—he's never going to be a, a a championship coach or a Super Bowl winning coach. He's got to be better. But at this point, I—I I don't think he's going to really get better. He's just going to be a nice. Regular season, maybe win a first round playoff matchup. That's about it. He's never gonna get out of the hump again. Like he got with the Eagles to the Super Bowl. He just does not adjust. Teams adjust. He's, he got some, he has a plan. It has no secondary plan. In this league where everybody's great, got top athletes and many teams have pretty solid, uh, quarterbacks or, you know, you can't, you got to adjust. It was so bad that it made me question if Alex Smith was as bad as we thought he was. You know? Maybe he could be better. Maybe um Andy Reid is I don't know. 
But it was an interesting game. Mariota has some, as I heard from Doug Gottlieb on another show, he just had some, he had a moment. He had some moment game. I mean, that block to spring for that first down, the, the throw where it bounces back, he catches and scores. Those are moments, man. That's something I won't forget. He had a play, he had some playoff moments. He came through clutch. They were down and he did not stop. So shout out to the Titans fan. I got a homie here, a Titans fan. So shout out to his team for his first win. But, uh, I don't think it's going to be more than one win for them. We'll talk about that later. We'll continue. Uh, we, this is the same topic, same thing. Talk about Falcons and Rams. That game. Okay. So in the beginning of the year, I said the best team in it. And the NFC would be the Falcons. I thought they were the best. They had the most experience. They really didn't lose anything but their offensive coach, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Thank you, because I'm a Niners fan, and Kyle has us looking good. But I digress. We're going to stay on topic with this. And that's all they pretty much lost. Now, I know that could be a lot, but they still had the same players, the same quarterback, same wide receivers. I mean, more experience. That, that defense was young last year. Now those guys are more experienced. They've been there. Big moments. They lost big. I mean, a lot of people thought it was a Super Bowl hangover. So back back to this playoff game. Honestly, I think I think I think they'll be fine. I mean, they I didn't know what to think of the Rams. And they pretty much the Rams now they choked a little bit. Uh they didn't give uh Gurley the ball. I think he he had what, 14 carries for over 100 yards. So he, he should have had the ball 25, 30 times, 30, 25, 30 touches the whole game. Like, Gurley should have had the ball. But, uh, you could just see the, the Falcons were just better. Just, yeah, this is nothing they could do with Julio. I mean, we don't give Muhammad Sanu enough credit. I mean, he's a pretty, pretty solid receiver. Like, he was pretty solid. That's why, uh, Bengals kind of fell off a little bit. We forget he was with AJ as the second guy. Like, Muhammad Sanu is a great number two. He's a great number two. And if he's your third best receiver, that's even better. Like, you're really on a good team. Like, he's a solid possession, possession guy, big, and he can catch the ball over the top here and there. So I was just very impressed by the Falcons, and I don't think it's going to stop. We'll talk about that later. Next, we'll talk about the Bills and Jaguars. Ugh. Look, I went up, I got up, and I was like, all right. I had to work early. I finished my work. Uh, I work from home sometimes. And, uh, I went, I went to, to the gym to work out. And normally I was like, all right, well, I'll be done. If anything, I could catch the beginning of the game at the gym. So I caught a little bit of a game of, of the game after I got through lifting and, uh, did some cardio. And so I was watching the game while I was doing that. It, that game was just, if you like defense, which I kind of like defense, not a big deal. And it was interesting, you know. Now, I didn't get to watch most of the second half of this game. Some told me it was going to be a pretty bad game. Uh, I went through and watched the tape. And, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of feel like this Jaguars defense is, I hear a lot best in five years. Uh, this Jaguars defense it might be the best in 10 years for me. I was thinking Seattle's defense. I was thinking, uh, you know, say the beginning of your Seattle, the 2012, 13, 14 Seattle, uh, Legion of Boom. I was thinking that 2015, uh, Denver team. Yeah. I don't, 
I just see these players from Jacksonville are young. I think they're younger than those defenses. So they might still have another year or two before they start having to get out of contract. Like this defense is solid. Boy, uh, Coven, the slot receiver. Of course, Ramsey, Florida State alum, you know, I messed with him. Campbell, they got Fowler. Miles Jack, man, dude, he's might, might be one of the most active linebackers. Like that defense is locked down. So yes, I don't, I, Bortles is bad. Bortles is, Bad. Like, is it Borders? I don't never look it up. I might say it wrong, but he's terrible. You know what I'm talking about. He is terrible. If they can get their running game a little bit better, and if he could just make one or two plays, big plays in the beginning, end of the game, their defense, if he could get them 17 points, I mean, that defense would shut anybody down. If they, if they get up like 13 to, to 6 or something like that, they can win 13 to 3 or something like that. So, we'll see. We'll see. Next, uh, well, anyway, I didn't mention Jaguars won 10 3. Very ugly def- def- defensive game. Talk about Saints and Panthers. I did get watched, get to watch, uh, most of this game. Uh, I was, I was, I was pretty pleased with Cam's play. I like, uh, how the Jack, uh, Panthers defense, excuse me. They did a pretty good job against Kamar. I was really excited to see Kamar because throughout the whole year, I really didn't watch Kamar. I didn't really watch that many, uh, the tape much. Like I said, I didn't watch much, but even when I was watching, I didn't see many Saints games. So I wasn't really too familiar about how good Kamar was. Kamar was. And, it, and I didn't get a chance because, Panthers defense pretty much shut him down. Now I was impressed by Breeze. Now at this at this age, man, Breeze is still pretty good. I know, like his receivers are not. They're always thousand yard guys, but they're not huge talent guys. He makes them really good. Like they are all he. They know that if they. This is one thing I will say about Sean Payton and their. uh the general manager or whoever's in charge of personnel, they realize that they have to get players who run great routes. Players who are going to be where they're supposed to be at. Because if you are where you're supposed to be at, Breeze will make sure he was tearing that second, Breeze was tearing that secretary up. So it was a pretty, <coughs> excuse me, it was a pretty good game. Uh, I thought Cam played well. He, his receivers are I mean, if Devin Funches is your top guy, you got issues, man. And that, that one kid, I think his name, I can't, I don't know if it was, he just, I can't get the kid, the second guy. I mean, he dropped a, a wide open touchdown. Like, he, the ball was in his hands. That's a touchdown. And you just, you can't do that in the playoffs. So, I don't want to, I don't want to give Cam excuses. But with that receiving core, I don't think there was much he could do. Yes, he got Olsen, but... You need some sort of outside threat. You know, it's just a little bit of outside threat. But Saints won the game 31-26. All right, we're going to switch over topics before I go back. Right, this this is a football-packed podcast. I mean, for this week, you just, if you don't like football, just cut it off. No, nah, nah, please don't cut it off. There's more to it. All right, we're talking in number two. The Ball Brothers. Man, look, man, I... 
We can stay. Uh, this is gonna be a short topic. I know everybody talking about here in the bar, but that's hot news right now. So, just before I made the podcast, I'm scrolling through my Facebook, scrolling, scrolling. I see a video about the ball, brother. So I go. I said, all right, go to YouTube, watch the highlights. Pretty long extended highlight. And uh, you know what? I questioned if it was a joke. Maybe it was because I was listening to a lot of different things. These boys, they seriously are. What I didn't see is LeVar, though, all this crap and attention seeking and getting. I, I mean, he's built a brand. He's on every network. When I, if you look on the court, Big Brother brand is sponsoring a lot of the stuff. He went over there and made some sort of type of endorsement deal. Like, this was more than just his boys playing ball. He's over there making money. That's why the team's not getting paid that much. Or the boys not getting paid that much because they're making money probably through the endorsement. Look at the court. BB everywhere. Big ball brand everywhere. All, all over the place. Like they, they show, they trying to get it pushed. Like it's interesting. Now the best part, the boys were serious. I'm sorry. Y'all can say what you want. This and that. LaMelo is 16 years old. He was holding his own. I'm not going to, I'm Jello. I don't think he, he, he might just be a uh, overseas guy. No, no. LaMelo coming to the league. I see it happen. He's going to get his body right. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. He's going to get his body right. He's going to be fine. He, he's going to grow. He's going to be okay. I mean, dude was passing like Lonzo. I never saw that from, from Melo. Somehow Melo's been talking to Lonzo or something's going on where he's not just jacking the ball and shot. He's passing the ball. He attacks the rim. So I was impressed by that. I mean, LeVar, I don't know what to think about this, but LeVar sending shots out to Luke Walton again. And so uh, Rick Carlisle, who's um, – honestly, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Rick Carlisle, coach of Dallas, man. Now, they suck the last few years, but it's been more or less the talent not panning out like they want. But I think Rick Carlisle is a great coach. I, what he did with Dallas, I think he's a great – he's respected. But they kind of went off. He's in charge of the – um Players Association or Coaches Association for the uh, NBA, and uh, so he just spoke out because they, um, Lavar dissed Luke, saying that nobody wants to play for him and all that, and so they asked Lonzo, and Lonzo was just like, "I'll play for anybody." It's just like he didn't want to get caught in the middle of it. But honestly, I mean, some a part of me is saying that he's telling his dad what's going on. You know, a part of me is saying that. Maybe Lonzo just don't want to get caught. But here's what's going to happen, have to happen to Lonzo. In my opinion. Lonzo is going to have to distance himself from his dad. Not, not on a, a personal level. But when it, when it comes to questioning and stuff like that, he's going to have to check. He's going to just say, man, dude, whatever my dad say is my dad. I don't get a part of that. And, and, and I'm not dealing with that. Like, let me play. Whatever he says, he, you know, his opinion. And that's that's a grown man. I can't tell that grown man what to do. Dad or not. You, I can't check my dad because none of y'all can check your mom. Like, we can't check. I can't check my mom. Isaiah Thomas said it. Isaiah Thomas was on the show, on the jump, I believe. And uh, he said it. He said, uh, he said his mom was doing something. See, the difference is there's media coverage everywhere. He said his mom was coming up there acting crazy, too. And somebody said, hey, man, you say something to mom. He said, boy, I can't say nothing to my mom. You crazy? Can you say something to your mom? And he right, though, right? you know. So, you know, it's pretty, 
it's pretty messed up how uh you know that went down, but I understand. I just feel like uh, Lionel's just gonna have to step up eventually and say something. All right, I thought we'd top it. National championship game. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. This is the first national championship game I didn't watch in a minute, man, because I've been working nights and missing. So not only I, I got off work, had a free night, you know. It was just, it was just, I just got to watch the game, you know. I got to go out. Chill, watch the game. It was a good, it, I wouldn't say great game. Solid finish. Interesting game. Uh, low key, I was upset. Yes, yes, I don't really like Bama. I like Dynasties. No, I don't. Well, I do. This depends on, I'm, I'm definitely subjective with the whole Dynasty thing. If it's a team I like, I'm crazy with it. But I'd rather see, I'm not, I can't say that I am too big on Dynasties. I don't know, man. I, at this point, I'm all over the place with the dime. But look, I was voting for Georgia. All in all, I was voting for Georgia. <laughs> and dude, I was so excited, man. First half, man. Now, first off, issue I have, let's just talk about first half. Then we'll talk about all the stuff that everybody's talking about now. I was so upset with Kirby Smart. Look, I don't care what Chubb has been. I don't care what he started off at. He is not better than Sony Michelle. I'm sorry. Michelle was eating up Alabama's defense. He was averaging seven yards a carry. I would get that boy the ball 30 to 35 times. Caught him in the flat, whatever. Go with what's made. And the kid, the kid clearly was not scared. I don't know what's going on. Chubb, Chubb just seems a little bit slower. No diss to the kid. He was hot stuff when he first came into the league. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, when he first got um, to Georgia. But he's he's just not that. The, the other kids, but it happens like that. Don't show no, look. You're giving Chubb the ball. You got scared. So Georgia in the first half, they're doing a great job of shutting down. It was thirteen nothing, something like that in the first half. And oh my god, dude! All I know is they come out. And I'm like, yeah, man, let's go run the ball, run the clock out, let's get this game over. And they come out with this toa to a. Tua Vawala, I can't say his name, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about. First off, I didn't know he was Hawaiian until at the end of the game. But he do. As somebody say, he look like Minnie Russell Wilson. Anyhow, the kid comes out and is slinging the ball. I'm like, whoa. They don't have adjustments for this. Like, nobody saw that coming. I guess they, I never watched Alabama play. I, I think I wa- I haven't watched them all year, honestly. And uh, I, I, I didn't, you know, especially if they play like Mercer and that kid gets in the game. Like he was getting in the game for garbage time when they were up like 40 to nothing or something like that. Dude, let me tell you. <coughs> excuse me. Let me tell you. This kid instantly, you could see it. He was one of those players when you see you're like, oh, that guy is good. Like instantly swinging the ball, left-handed, swinging the ball. And then they bring in that freshman running back. See, we was talking about the quarterback, but that freshman running back comes in and he's got dreads. And I thought it was like Scarborough or something like that. No, that guy, I was like, whoa, he's quicker. Like they have t- the fourth guy on the running back team is, was an all American last year. So just remember that. So they got talent all across the board. So, you know, Honestly, man, I hate some of Saban's antics. It can be a little snide, 
But let me tell you something. He is the greatest college coach I have ever saw. There is no debate. There is no argument. That was the first time that I, I went outside. I always say, oh, he's good because he's always got the best recruit. Dude can coach. They made moves. That move to bring that kid in. They put freshmen in there to change his stuff. His, they, he said that the, one of the greatest things I thought he said, he said, I just had a feeling. They prepped that kid all week. I just had a feeling that I didn't think we can throw our own Georgia with Jalen Hunt. You know why he knew that? Because he knew who he was coaching. He knew who he was going against. He knew Kirby knew what he knew. And Kirby, for the most part, he held his own. I'm sorry. He made some mistakes, but that's okay. He's, he's fresh to Georgia. It was his second year, third year. He, he'll be fine. But Saban knew. He said, look, I know what Georgia's going to do. He's like, so he had the other kid ready. So I thought it was an all in all. Honestly, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Y'all, my audience, man, eventually I hope y'all grow and grow. Look, I watched the game, right? I'm watching the game. And so when Papa Bananas, Papa Bananas, I don't know the kid's name. I don't know what Saban's getting all these kids from and all these crazy names. But when he uh, sank that kick in regulation, I left. I love where I was at watching it. I left. And went home. And I didn't turn the TV on or nothing like that. So I didn't see how the game ended. I didn't see the the 40-yard the touchdown. But I just had a feeling that it was going to be over. So it was it was interesting to hear the next morning when I woke up on how they won and saw the play. So it was, it was a good game. I, I I thought it was, you know, for me not seeing a national championship in a while, due to me normally working nights, I, I was okay with it. All right, let's get back into some NFL. Football. Again, we're going to talk about playoffs again. So the matchups, Falcons versus Eagles. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just going to go with Falcons. Uh, Vegas said they're the, um, they're the favorite. They look like the better team. The Eagles have been trashed the last few weeks with uh, foes. Look, it's not really much to say. Ryan has stepped up. At this point, we've seen Ryan in a few playoffs the last few years. And, you know, he's not really a choker. I mean... You could question some things in the Super Bowl, but I don't think that's all his fault. His play calling could have been better from his uh, coordinators. So I'm just going to go with the Falcons here. I'm just, you know, it's just not really good. I just feel like they didn't even get their running game together um, last game. I just, the Eagles, man, I think they're shot. Foles is not, their defense is okay, but I don't think Foles is going to keep the ball enough for them to. Now, the only thing I could see. As if they go crazy with the running game. You know, I'm talking 250 in yards of rush. Excuse me, where they're controlling the clock. But other than that, uh, I would say, I just, I don't really like scoring predictions, but I'm going to go Falcons 27, Eagles 14. All right, uh, Titans at Patriots. This is really not much to discuss. Honestly, a lot of people feel like the Chiefs choked. I'm not going to dwell too much into this. I'm just going to say Patriots 30 to 30 to 13. Patriots at home. This is going to be a solid. It probably won't even look hard. I don't see Mario. I see Mario throwing for like three picks in this game. I apologize to my homie listening. 
He, you know, he's a Titans fan, but it just ain't that time. All right, Jags and Steelers. <laughs> this game is, I've been debating this game. Look, I've been debating this game the whole week. The whole week. And I, I don't know if it's my Florida State bias because I have this, uh, this mini fandom from Jacksonville because Jalen Ramsey, man, I, I just, I mean, I, honestly, their whole defense is guys I liked in college. I, I liked, uh, I really liked Miles Jack in college when he played for UCLA. You know, I, I just don't, I, I, I like their management. I like, um, Tom Coughlin being ahead of everything now. I just don't know if Brodos can do it. I don't know if he can pull it off. I, I don't know, man. And the Steelers, man, they up and down, man. They, I don't, I don't know what they think. They, they, the last time these two teams played early in, it was a beat down blowout. So I, look, I'm going to go gut here. Mine's been telling me, no, not gut. I'm going to go mine, not heart. Well, now I'd be the other way around. I'm going to go with heart, not mine. Mine says go to Steelers, better team, home field advantage, more weapon. But the the heart saying Jacksonville, the heart saying this defense can hold it down and Bortles is going to 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 make a few plays because now he has playoff experience. Now he's been there. Now he gets to go in the room and sit there and watch the tape and go, dang, these are big moments. It's time. I cannot be the reason why we lose. And I don't think it would be pressure in a negative way, neither. So I'm going to go. Jacksonville over Steelers in the upset at Heinz Field. And it's going to be a low. It's going to be a slap you in your mouth game. 17-10 Jacksonville. Whoo, boy. That was a hard prediction, y'all. I'm not going to lie. All right. we. Oh, man. We reached my minute count. But you know what? I got to get this out to y'all, man. All right. Last topic. Yeah, I told you I was out of the political stuff and the racism and all that stuff that's going on on social media. But I'm just going to discuss it because I'm looking at a different view. Okay, look. H&M comes out with this ad with the whole uh, kid, the, the the little black kid. And it's so messed up, man. That little, that little kid's just trying to... uh his parents are trying, I said, no, no, I'm not going to defend his parents or anything. But that's a little boy, man. He's a little boy. He's just doing, uh, modeling, probably because his parents wanted to. And, and he, they put on his sweatshirt. Uh, what is that? Best monkey in the jungle. Like, look. Honestly, racism gone every single day, dude. Like, I, like, I don't know why the, I, I think the outrage is just for attention, honestly. People's outrage is, oh my God, I'm so woke. Dude, I get it. I'm a black male. I've been woke. I've been on this. I've been knowing my history. But look, some stuff, man. Only thing I would say is this. And this, these are things that have been happening. We can't change. Look, H&M lacks diversity. One black person sees that and go, hey, man, you can't be, like, me, if I saw it, be like, hey, uh, y'all don't probably want to push that out. Uh, that's probably not going to be a good look in this socially conscious world where everybody's sensitive to everything. Like, like, seriously, like, <laughs> all I can say is, excuse me, is that H&M lacks 
diversity in the head. Whoever's ahead of getting this crap out, getting this stuff out, they like diversity. Because any black man with any type of knowledge, you don't have to be from the hood or nothing. You just, any black person with any knowledge will go, hey, you, you no, we can't push that out. What? Dude, it's going to offend so many people. So, screw all the outrage, man. Look, y'all could talk about boycotting and all that, man. Honestly, I haven't been there in a while because I can't fit none of the clothes. I only got too big. I'm, I kept growing height-wise, and I have gained a few pounds through the years. So, don't stress about it, man. If y'all want to boycott, y'all, man, y'all prerogative, man. Do what you want to do, man. But don't go crazy. I, you know, of course, all this rich celebrities. You know, I like LeBron, but not everything. It's just stay out of that, man. I know he want, he's a socially conscious person, but like, dude, right now the Cavs are trash right now. Like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not saying like we gotta like a lot of what he said. That's just not one of those deals where. You know, it's a has to be a huge issue. Like, man, that's messed up how it went down. But again, at the end of the day, now we know. Like, H and M lacks diversity, so now you don't have to shop with the clothes. But let's not like overdraw this for like weeks and weeks. Just if you're not gonna shop there no more, don't shop there more. That's fine. I stopped shopping at certain places because of things I heard. But we don't need to hear. You know, it, it doesn't like it's not a huge deal. Like. Don't be surprised. This stuff is like that's I guess that's what's really hurting me the most. That or not hurting me. That's what really annoys me the most is like people are shocked by it. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Shocked is not uh, don't be appalled. This stuff happens. This is people race what I say on my Facebook. People racist every day, B. You know I got that from paid it for. But, I mean, racism and stuff is stuff going on all the time. Dude, I'm a bouncer at a predominantly white bar. Like, it it happens, man. This is how people look at things, man. Don't let it stop your day. Don't let it stop your flow. But I get it. You boycott. That's the best way to do it. Boycott. Don't go there. Don't go. That's fine. That's no big deal. You know what I mean? Just, just understand, like, you don't have to get so amped up about it. Just discuss it. All oh, this and that. It, Discuss it with people who don't know why people outrage. That's what you discuss it with people. Get that dialogue going. Don't discuss it with somebody who on the same level. Just say they be like, if somebody say, I don't know why people so appalled about it. It's just the mon- sure talking about a monkey, and that's the person that's ignorant that don't really know. Not ignorant in the sense that they're like act like dumb or try not to know. Ignorant in the sense is they don't gauge, they don't get the temperature of the room. So you talk to them, say, nah, man, that's a racial slur. This is towards black people. We can't have nobody doing that. And they'll probably understand, most likely. Because trust me, someone who's really racist, they know what that means. They were probably happy about it, you know? Anyhow, I'm done with it, man. I said my piece on it. I'm not going to talk about it in the next episode. Done with all that. You know, I just had to address it, man. I appreciate y'all listening to my show, man. I hope y'all come back, man. Subscribe, man. Listen to me. I'm trying... The more subscribers I get, man, I'm going to pay, man. I'm going to pay to get on Apple Music. I'm going to pay to be on Google Play. Whatever it takes, man. I just want to get my... This is just my perspective, man. This ain't got to be nothing. You know, you can listen to it, man. I listen to my podcast at work, doing the yard work, shoveling snow, whatever I'm doing, man. Just listen to me. Like, subscribe, share. Thank you.